Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network, Friday morning, the 24th of February. And last night, Brisbane had their season launch for their 2023 season, the Broncos' high expectations, but it was a pretty amazing and special night for another reason. Last night, they awarded their first ever dual life membership to a former player who won five premierships for the club. He absolutely typified what the Broncos was about on the field. And then once he retired from his career at the Brisbane Broncos, then worked for another 10 years. So a life membership at the Broncos is 10 years. Well, this bloke's worked in excess of 20. He is now a dual life member. His name's Mick Hancock from Stanthorpe, just the battler who made and done good. Mick Hancock, congratulations. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Champion. No, much. Very memorable night, mate. Um, mate, can we go back? And I, I mean, I see you every week, and we're friends. But I, I never knew how the journey started for you from playing rugby league um, out at Stanthorpe, and obviously into Woomba and getting to the Broncos. Yeah, mate. Look, I'm originally from Brisbane, um, but then on the flip side, when I moved to Stanthorpe, and I was still only about 1984 when I was 15. Yep, and. Um, obviously, I was going to go back to school, and then I got a job and something I loved, which was cars and uh, spare parts. So I took the job, and then I played football, rugby league there, made some tournament teams, and then I made the Clydesdales team when they played in the old um, Queensland Cup. Yep. Um, and state league, as it was called then, because they played halfway through the season. Then all the country teams, you know, us in North Queensland, Gold Coast, Wide Bay, all those teams come into the competition, played all the best of the best. And we won this, the country championship. You know, and we got beaten by Wynnum in the final, but we beat Wynnum at Athletic Oval. Um, all those games were televised on Tel 9 at the sure. time. Rob Ruff was the um, commentator. And that's exactly where I got seen from. And then, obviously, natural progression. People just think I was from there. You had Rowan Hancock, who's from Kalani, which is just down the road at Warwick. Um, so people tried to started to make that correlation. I must be from the bush. Um, but no, I'm, like, I'm originally from Brisbane and mum and dad and my grandfather had, he was originally from that region. He was a milkman back in the thirties. Yep. And my, um, uncles bought property there, 700 acres. And, and then mum and dad, when my grandfather got sick, they bought their property, um, back in probably the late seventies, early eighties. And then, um, mum and dad had to wait till I finished high school, um, which was grade 10. You could leave school then. After I finished grade ten, we moved there. Yep, that's yeah. where it come from. And so, mate, you started at the Broncos. You were part of the part of the, you were an original at the Broncos, which was quite unbelievable. Yeah, mate, long, long time ago. Um, I know what the Dolphins are going through. <laughs> we had went through the same, I suppose. I mean, it's very difficult to you know to go into the, as it was the New South Wales rugby league back then, and there was a lot of um, when you look political un, not unrest, but it was really hard to push in. You know, they had their, their circles and they didn't want anyone coming from outside in and be successful. And then um, these four guys, um, our four original directors, thought, you know, we've got to make this work. And, you know, they, they spent a lot of their own money uh, making uh, a club out of nothing and to what it is today, very, very successful uh, business model, but also uh, uh, one of the most recognised sporting brands in the country. Um, and that's been at certain times, obviously, and they take... They do those stats on them. So to, to go from absolutely nothing um, to, like I said, to one of the best sporting brands in the country when we have is, you know, we're most watched, you know, on TV, social media, um, our sponsorship. You know, it's, it's pretty big. and It's pretty um, a, a feather in their cap to those guys, the, the vision that they had 
to say, yep, we can do this. I mean, I remember back in the day that it made it difficult as in, you know, we had to pay for our own, you know, flights down to Sydney. But I think at the time, we had to pay for every other person, every other team to come, come to play to you. Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, so it was, a, it was a big cost, and they made it very, very difficult. Um, you know, Arthurston and Quail are very, um, you know, business people, but also sporting people, and they love Manly. And I remember, you know, Bob Fulton um, was was my Australian coach, and anything he wanted, he got. You know, what I mean, so it was very, very. Um, you know, they just probably hated to love Brisbane. Does that make sense? You mean because. Uh, Wayne, I remember Wayne always saying to me, I mean, when they stopped talking about you, that means they forgot about you. So, but at, at every level, they love to have the Broncos. And every time now on Channel 9, they've got to have, you know, got to be on one of those free-to-air spots so the people in this state can watch them. You know what I mean? So, look, I always stop and do all the best, and it's really good to have competition. So, we'll just wait and see how they end up. Mick, you had the opportunity. I mean, you, you had five premierships at the – Bronx, but you had the opportunity, and I'm sure plenty of times, to go to other clubs. Why was it that you just stuck so loyal as a player? I'll get to your working life, but, you, you, you know, and at one stage, Wayne Bennett even challenged you, you end up playing in a premiership side that you actually didn't even think you were going to be in in the end. But, you, you know, and you could have gone at different stages, and I suspect for more money. Yeah, Dobbo, look, the money probably wasn't a big, big issue, only because when we look at the current climate and the salary cap the way it is, these young players, and I, I feel from sometimes, you know what I mean, but they, the money is massive and it's life-changing. So they can go from one club to the next and make two hundred dollars to $500,000 difference. So that's life-changing money. When we had the opportunity to go to a club, it was like 50000 maybe a hundred at best. So yeah. it wasn't life-changing money as such, but to upheaval your whole family and then to move to Sydney somewhere you've never been before, you think, eh, is it really worth it? No. And then also, when you look at the group um, that we had assembled, we were such good friends off the field, not only on the field, which made the big, big difference for us. Our lives were intertwined. Our families were very, very close. And it showed when we played on the football field. So to leave all that, and then and when Wayne you know, was a bit of... Um, sure. He was yeah, a bit better. of brainwashing, if you want to say it. You know what I mean? We yeah. lived in a bit of a cult. You know, he was the boss, and he said, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, and if you go somewhere else, you won't have success. And um, But again, he, he questioned us. Oh, I remember that, that year you're talking about, 97 in the Super League, he said to me, Kerrod Walters, Willie Kahn and Alan Ken, he said, you boys, if you if you just want to go somewhere else, you're free to negotiate with another club. And the other three left and I stayed and I said, look, I think I've still got something to give. I've still got something to offer the Broncos. So I went back and you know um, talked to a lot of people away from um, the Brisbane Broncos circle and said, look, you know, how am I going to become better? Um, look, I'd play for Australia, done everything, played grand finals, but I need to do something. I need to keep improving. So I went back and worked extremely hard in the off-season, you know, and won another three grand finals, the, the 97, the 98, and 2000. You know I mean? So it's probably yeah. a little bit of a uh, crossroads that you need sometimes in a, in a career and um, in life, and it made me work extremely hard and reevaluate where I was and as a person and also as a football player. You then retire, and, and obviously you have a stint overseas. But when you come back to, to your working life, you you begin at Bronco at the Broncos with Paul Dyer in game development. And now this isn't recruiting young people; this is growing the game and making a difference in the schools. And in a lot of ways, it, I, I feel it's some of the most rewarding stuff that you've ever done. You, you truly love it. Yeah, mate, that's really good. I mean, my philosophy is to go and help someone every each and every day. Now, how that looks is it looks in different styles. Now, I, mean, I could be 
you know, getting a video from a player to give to a boy that's had an operation. It could be giving um, merchandise to a junior rugby league club that can raise funds and buy sets of jerseys. And whatever we try to do, we try to help each other. Look, it started back, I remember, from a conversation with Wayne Bennett and John Limbrick at the time, who ran the Greenback RSL. And they, John was a sponsor of our team that played in the Toowoomba in the, in the, um, in the Q Cup at the time. I think Kevy probably would have been the coach, I'd say. Um, so, and then he said, I want to do a little bit more. I want to do something in the community. And that's where the job started from or um, gained momentum from. And Darren Smith was penciled in to have that job first. And then um, Darren had finished at the Broncos and then he was going to retire and then transfer into this role. Then Darren got an opportunity to go to St. Helens. And yep. that's where I got the opportunity. And, um, you know, I've been there ever since. So, a big thank you to, to John and then now Timmy Wright. Um, at yeah, I was going to say. Services Club. So, yeah, it's a good club, mate. We're, it's all about a community. Like um, We've got some other people, other ex-players that work for us that work for football clubs, um, but mine is a community-based program. So I try to help as many sports as we can. I try to help as many charities as I can and just trying to support and you know wave the Broncos flag because that's what we're about. We travel the countryside, as I said last night. Our, our group is very, very tight. Our reward is each other. You know, we love what we do. Um, we love how we do it. And we love the Broncos. Sometimes, you know, we, we like to be a little bit vocal, uh, but really vocal because we care. If we didn't care, we wouldn't be in that role and we wouldn't be doing that job. Yeah. You've been an absolute servant to the Broncos and it's a great lesson for everybody listening to us today. Um, and your mum makes the best relish ever. Like, uh, the best <laughs> well, pickles, the best pickles ever. <laughs> that was last night. I, that was a, the biggest surprise, and um, was I was on stage and Ben Iken, um, you know, a very good friend of mine. He was he was the he was the MC at the yep. time and doing this lovely speech about me. And I started to cheer up, and I think he was just doing it because he wanted to see me cheer up. And then and then I got on stage, and then I turned around and here's Paulie Dyer bringing my mum in. So mate, it was very very emotional, and to have her there. With something because um, I didn't go to a lot of games um, and I didn't never went to a grand final, so I was really emotional um, when I turned around and seen my mum there. It was a very special night, but also awesome. uh, my son and also my my lovely wife Lyndall, who you know, obviously is a big part of my life Huge. and the where we are and how we do it. So yep. again, Ben, thank you to everyone that was there last night and all the best wishes. It's been an amazing mu- uh, night. Did your mum bring some pickles with her? She did, mate. She did. I'll get a couple Some off you next week. You, mate. Yeah, I'll get yeah, no a couple off you mate. next week. Good on you, Mick. I appreciate it, <laughs> Thank mate. You, ben. Good on you. Congratulations. Thank you, mate. Have a good day. Rural Queensland today.